Welcome to the West Side Audio Message Podcast. We hope you enjoy today's message. And if you're looking for more ways to connect with West Side Assembly of God, feel free to check us out at www.westsideag.org. You'll find all the information about our service times, upcoming events, and opportunities for you to plug in and get connected with West Side Assembly of God. Additionally, you'll find a complete online archive of all of the previous and current messages absolutely free of charge. We hope you are encouraged by this week's message, and thanks again for downloading the West Side Audio Message Podcast. Part of the message today is, it's not too late, but it's God's time for America. It's not too late. But it's God's time for America. Look at your neighbor and shout, it's not, it's not too late. But it's God's time for America. Someone shout, it's not too late. But it's God's time for you. Shout, it's not too late. But it's God's time. For the church of Jesus Christ. Mm. Are you going to help me preach today? Someone shout, it's not too late. Mm. Last Thursday, or last Friday, excuse me, a week ago Friday, the Supreme Court delivered their ruling on same-sex marriage. It was a turning point and a milestone for America, a turning point for our world. Four justices were against the decision, and I want to read to you their dissent on the reason why they were against it. Listen to me very quickly. Justice Chief John Roberts said in his descending comment, The court today uh, not only overlooks our country entirely, entire history, but its tradition, but actively repeats it. In other words, everything that our country stood for concerning uh, marriage and what we stand on uh, was totally demolished in one shot. If, he went on to say, if an overwhelming social institute endures over all of this recorded history, cannot inhabit judicial policy making, what can we do? He went on to say, uh, he went on to say, and, 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 and he said, it is a striking how, how, how much of our majority reason will apply with the equal force to the claim of a fundamental right to plural marriage. Listen to uh, Scaleo's insight. Uh, that's John. That, that's Roberts. Listen to Scaleo's insight on the matter. He said, and I quote: "This is a naked judicial claim to legislation, indeed super legislation power, a claim to fundamental at its odds with our system and our government that makes uh, 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 submersive to commit to the nine." unelected lawyers that does not deserve to be called a democracy. Are you still with me? Justice Samuel Alto said in his 
dissent speech. He said very bluntly, will this will be used to verify America who is unwilling to assist to the new orthodox. The majority of the court slanderers, any defenders to traditional marriages and open or are openly rejected and verify those on the grounds of theological conviction uh, cannot afford concerning same-sex marriage. In other words, what he's saying is that this is just the beginning. All of the things that, that are taboo and things that are questionable and things that we have a problem with, they're saying based upon this, they're going to pass it through. Tim LaHaye in his book, A Nation Without a Conscience, said, and I quote, No one can deny that America's character has changed up over the past two generations. We once depended on the blessings of God. Today, we collectively mock and ignore him all the way. Our nation has aborted over 4,000 babies a day. We accept the promotion of homosexuals as an alternative lifestyle. We license gamblers and pornographers. Our politicians show no shame for pro abortion uh, or pro-gay uh, uh, positions. Uh, our children shoot each other in the school uh, in a school grounds. Uh, what has happened to America? What a great question. What has happened to our world out there? Because like the Romans and like the Greeks and like 26 former empires that, that, was, that, that was once a strong empire has now is nothing now. America is going down that same road. And when you read the book of Gibbons, Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire, when you read about these people and how they fail, you see that the parallels to America is similar and very frightening. A historian by the name of Carla Zimmerman, a university, a university, Harvard University historian, wrote, uh, wrote, and I quote, the last state uh, of a nation of culture before it falls. Uh, and she put emphasis on the Roman Empire uh, and the Greek Empire before it fell. Uh, listen to this, uh, because you're going to hear a lot of America in this. Uh, number one, the first thing she found, uh, and she did this finding back in 1947. Uh, this is the first thing that she found. Uh, number one, she found that marriage will lose its sacredness uh, and will... Uh, uh, and was frequently broken up by divorce. The second thing she found was that, 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 that traditional marriages and traditional meaning of marriages were lost. And alternative forms of marriages began to arise. The feminine movement abounded. There was an increase of public disrespect of parents, parenthood, authority in general. There was an increase, she said, of juvenile delinquency and rebellion against God and rebellion against society. There was uh, an increase in desire to accept abort, I mean, uh, uh, adultery. 
Finally, there was a tolerance to spread sexual perversion of all kinds, especially homosexuality. Well, we're not, we're not that modern, are we? They're modern than we are. David Wilkerson, in his book, Racing to Judgment, said, and I quote, he talked about the flashpoints of judgment that was going to come and the moral decay of our nation. The first thing he said is that our nation would turn, and he quoted this and prophesied this 40 years ago, and now is coming to pass now. He said that our nation will become a drunken nation. Isaiah says they get up early in the morning and they drink. And we're not just talking about alcohol, but we're talking about drunk on themselves, drunk on their pride, drunk on who they really are. They would turn out to be a drunken nation. He said also men will become women. Oh, we know all about that, don't we? June's edition. A Vanity Fair, Bruce Jenner, telling everybody, don't call me Bruce Jenner no more. Hmm? Call me Caitlin. You know what he said in the interview? He said, I've been holding this secret for a long time, and now i got a chance to get it out. Can I tell you something, Bruce Jenner? Can I tell you something, church? You don't have a secret. You have a devil. You're full of the devil. And let me tell you something to all you young people out there that feel like that, that, that you're not somebody or not significant. Let me tell you something today. You are wonderfully and fashionably made by God. Uh, God uh, has made you just the way uh, that you are. Uh, you don't have to change it uh, for anybody. Uh, do you know that God broke the mold uh, when he created you? Uh, everything about you uh, is unique. Uh, your DNA is unique. Uh, everything about you uh, is unique. Uh, you don't have to change it uh, for anything. Uh, you have been wonderfully and fashionably made by God. God, you are somebody, you are significant, you are worthful, don't you buy the lie of the devil that you got to change yourself to be accepted. Leaders will become like grasshoppers. We seen that in the Supreme Court last week, didn't we? Mm. Shepherds will start sleeping. Preachers taking their ease. Preachers and pastors taking the blood out of their preaching. Taking the cross out of their singing. Taking the rapture of the church out of their theology. Evangelists preaching, uh, preaching compromising messages because they want to feel relevant to a world out there. Uh, the shepherds uh, are gone. Uh, he said also people uh, will be void and wasted away uh, because Satan somehow, some way uh, has allowed us to hit the snooze button. Uh, and we are sleeping now. Uh, but let me ask you a question today. Uh, how can the church of Jesus Christ uh, stay? 
standing ease in Zion. How, how can the church of Jesus Christ uh, continue to hit the snooze button uh, when there's a world dying uh, and bleeding uh, and going to a devil's hell uh, right in front of us? How can we take our ease when the world dying and going to hell? Napoleon the Great looked at his map one day and he saw this little area and he said, don't tell them that they could be powerful. Don't tell them that if they mustered their their strength, they could be a very powerful army and a powerful nation. Don't tell them that if they muster their strengths and muster their resources. They will become a mighty army. Shh. Don't tell them. And he was talking about China. But the devil has lured us to sleep to the point that we're powerless in our world today. And because of these things, this is why According to Richard, uh, what's his name in his nation, uh, a nation under judgment. This is why in one nation we have seen divorce increase from 4% to 51% uh, in one generation. Uh, we have seen cohabitation. That means shacking up. Just let you know, that's what it means. It means shacking up. Living with somebody that's not your husband. Living with someone that's not your, not, not your wife. Shacking up. Living together, huh? shacking up has went up. I uh, went up. Sixty-five percent of altar-bound singles uh, prefer to live a life of, of fornication and sin. Marijuana has been legalized in several states because everybody want to get high these days. But can I tell you a thing? There's a high. That marijuana can give you. There's a high that cocaine can give you. There's a high that heroin can give you. There's a high that the world can give you. And you don't have to pay 90 bucks to get it. You don't have to shoot it. You don't have to drink it. You don't have to do anything. All you got to do is bow your knee. Straighten your shoulder up at an old rugged cross. And Jesus will fill you with that high that the world could never give. Are you still with me? Pornography is rampant. And it's just a click away from your smartphone. It's just a push away from your remote. It's just a move away from your tablets and from your computers. Youth in Asia and assisted suicide is being legalized under camouflage names. And states are allowing it. You remember that 29-year-old girl 
who said, I just, uh, I got brain cancer, and I feel like life is not worth living. And, and the state of Oregon said, that's all right, you can go ahead and kill yourself. But there was a 16-year-old girl who had brain cancer. Did you hear about her? She had brain cancer, and she said, I want to live life to the, to the greatest. I, I want to play basketball. I, I want to tell folks uh, that God is my Savior uh, and my Lord. You hear about her? Uh, can I tell you a thing? Uh, life is worth living. Uh, Whenever you get to the place, uh, and I want to speak to my young people today uh, that is experiencing bullying, uh, uh, not just in the church, uh, but bullying in your schools uh, and bullying all around. I want to speak to you right now uh, and let you know uh, that your life uh, is worth it. Uh, Don't you let nobody tell you uh, that you need to take your life. Uh, You have a life. Uh, You have a plan, uh, a purpose, uh, a destiny. Uh, a ministry that God huh, wants you to do. Huh. Movies, music has lost the mark. For the first time in, in U.S. history, 50% of, of, of babies are born out of wedlock. Political leaders, corruption, uh, incompetent, deception at all levels. America the beautiful, America the, the land of the free and the home of the brave has become by political hands America the welfare nation. America the beautiful has become by political hands America the, the, the fate nation. America has turned their heart Away from God. Just like judges, they're doing that which is right in their own eyes. But I want to let you know it's time for America to return back to God again. And I want to let you know today, I want to let you know that our country, contrary to popular belief, our country was built upon Christian and Judea's values. 52 out of the 55 frame workers were men who were born again evangelical Christians. Patrick Henry, the one who said, give me liberty or give me death, said, and I quote, this great nation was founded not by religiosity, but by Christians, not by religion, but by the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I want to let you know today, it is that gospel that will save America. It is that gospel that will save our children. It is that gospel that will change our world. Someone shout, it's not too late. Child, it's not too late, but it's God's time for America. Because God, I got some good news for you today. 
See, I'm just, I'm just not a doom and gloom preacher. I, I got some good news for you today. See, God brought me in here for a reason. I just didn't come in here just to fill a pulpit and just make you feel good. God has given me a message to give to you. And the message that God wants me to give you today is the same message that God gave Joel. And that message is this. I want to give you hope in the midst of your hopelessness. I don't want to hype you I want to help you. I want to bring deliverance in the midst of your depression, in the midst of your despair, in the midst of your devastation, in the midst of your desolation. I want to be like the prophet Joel and encourage you today and encourage our preachers and our pastors who may be listening to this by podcast. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't quit. Hold fast to your faith, for weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. It's not too late. There are more of us than it is of them. It's not too late. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against it. It's not too late. We are more than conquerors to him that loved us. It's not too late. In this world, you will have tribulation. In this world, you shall have problems. In this world, you shall have things that happen. But be of a good cheer. I have overcome the world. And you are overcomers in Jesus Christ. It's not too late. For you are more than a conqueror to him that loves you. It's not too late. For nothing shall separate me from the love of God. Neither height, nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor anything created shall separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus. My Lord, it's not too late. It's not too late for your family. It's not too late for your children. It's not too late for your spouse. It's not too late for the church. It's not too late for America. It's God's time for America. Someone shout, it's God's time for America. Are you still with me? Can I preach on? Is this doing you any good? Someone shout, it's not too late. It's God's time. Shout, it's God's time for me. Number one, we see God's plea. Number one. I've got four points, and I'd be out of your way, I promise. Number one, we have God's plea. Verse number 12 through 17 in your Bible. We're doing some Bible studies, so you need to look at your Bible. Now, therefore, says the Lord, turn unto me with all your heart, 
with fasting and weeping and mourning. Render your heart and not your garment. Return unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and mercy, slow to anger. Verse uh, verse 17, uh, let the priest and the minister uh, weep before the altar. God's plea to the church, because he's talking to his people, his plea, number one, is to repent. To render your heart and not your garment. See, Miss Sister Ann, Annie, we've been rendering our garments so long. That's why the church looks so churchy. And the world looks so worldly. You can't tell the difference. We've been rendering our garments and not our hearts. This is why we seem to have more playboys in the pulpit. And more pimps. And more entertainers. In the pulpit. Than we do preachers. And worship folks. Let me just tell you again. Those who are listening by internet and those in the house today, those who are who wants to sing for the Lord, I want to remind you today, this is not American Idol. This is not the voice. This is not the Moose Lodge. This is not any kind of entertainment. This is the house and the church of Jesus Christ. Uh, I had to get that off my chest. We are rendering our garments and not our hearts. This is why our altars are broken. And we feel that if somebody's down here for more than five minutes, we feel that they have a problem. We have rendered our garments and not our hearts. And that's why we have secret sins in our lives. We come in with them. We try to fool everybody like Achan of old. Try to fool everybody. I got this sin, but my preacher don't know I got this sin. I got this thing going, and I can fool my wife. I can fool my kids. I can fool my friends at church. I can fool my bowling partners. But I want to let you know today, the Bible still says, be aware your sin will find you out. He said, render your heart and not your garments. You see, when you render your heart, you say, God, see if there's any wicked way within me and cleanse me. You know, I think it's time that we stop pointing the finger getting on Facebook, getting on Twitter, pointing the finger. Oh, I forgot the telephone. Some of y'all, you still use telephone. Uh, get on telephone and point your finger and blame the White House 
and blame the president and blame the House representatives uh, and blame the Senate uh, and blame your preachers uh, and blame your deacons uh, when it's you uh, that needs a touch from God. Uh, I wish, Brother Mark, that preachers would begin to render their heart and not their garments, and say, I've been on the social media more than I've been in my prayer closet. I've been on the golf course course more than I have spending time with you. I've been watching television and downloading and downloading podcasts and all these wonderful things, but I'm missing the thing that I need in my life, and that's you! Render your heart and not your garments. God's tired of your show. Did you hear what I said? God's tired of your show. He wants transparency. See, I I, I can't listen to you because I'm listening to him. He wants the church to get real before him because if you get real before him you'll get real before hurting dying world (laughs) render your heart Lord I repent render your heart can I tell you a thing when you render your heart God will bring a day in your life not just the day of the Lord of destruction but the day of joy the day of refreshing the day of restoration the day of revival in your life but his plea for you is to render your heart and not your garment someone shout it's God's time Number two, it's God's time for restoration. The key verse there is, I will restore unto you the years that the locusts have eaten, the canker worm and the palmer worm. That word restore means to bring back to the original form. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put old Humpty Dumpty back together again. You know, I couldn't understand that nursery rhyme. I still don't understand it. You know why? Because I understand why they didn't ask the king's men and the king's horses, yet nobody ever dared to ask the king. But I want to let you know today the king is in the building today. Not King James, but King Jesus is in the building today. And he is here to restore you. Woo! God wants to restore our preachers again. That they won't preach what's popular. That they won't preach what seems to be okay and everybody seems to like us. But they will get along with God uh, and to them not alone anymore uh, and get a message uh, bearing God's mark. God's going to restore prayer back to his church again. Folks are going to pray more. You know, I've noticed being in the ministry all these years, if you want to know how popular the worship is, come on Sunday morning around 9 o'clock. That's how popular you see how the worship is. 
If you want to know how popular the preacher is, come around 10 o'clock. But if you want to know how popular Jesus is, come to prayer service. I'm not getting too many amens on that one. I restore prayer, not just prayer here. You don't have to come here to pray, but God wants you to have an attitude of prayer every single day of your life that you walk and operate in prayer. Okay. He's going to restore the altar and restore the family unit and that daddies will get off their, off their chairs and put the remote control down and start building altars in the living room and building altars in the, in the kitchen and building altars in the boys' room and the girls' room and say, as for me and my house, we will serve God. Restore the church. Restore the church. The years. The years. That means months. That means days. That means years that the locusts have stolen away. God is going to restore it. Here's the third thing. And I'm running out of time. Are you still with me? Say it's, say, say it's not too late. But it's God's time. Number three. Is God's time. Let me get to my notes. It's God's time. Oh, God's time for revival. Woo, God's time for revival. Someone say, God's time for revival. Say, it's God's time for revival. Woo. Say, I say, we need, we need a revival. Verse 23. Uh, actually, verse 23, it says, in your hearing and in your reading, it says, uh, uh, Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the name of the Lord your God, uh, for he has given you the former rain and the latter rain. Uh, verse 29, And I will pour my spirit out upon all flesh. Ooh. God says, I'm going to send the rain. See, not only, not only is God going to restore you, but God is going to revive you. Mm. And he says, I'm going to send the rain. Rain in November, rain in September, rain in April, I'm going to send it in one shot. Mm. Someone shall send the rain. Someone shall send the rain. Someone shall send the rain. Shall we need the rain? How many of you guys remember a couple years ago when our Mississippi River was at the bottom? You guys remember that drought that we had? They said barges. They had to be careful about barges going through there because it was starting to hit the water line. They were afraid of that. You guys remember that? And all of a sudden, it started raining, and the river started filling up. Can I tell you a thing? Some of you are just like that river used to be. Some of you, you're dry. You're dry spiritually. You're dry emotionally. 
your ministry is dry, your anointing is dry, your authority is dry, everything around you is dry, but God got some good gospel news for you today. It is his time for you, and he's going to send the former rain and the latter rain on your life. No more dry seasons in your life. He's going to send the rain, an oasis in the desert, water for your parched land. He's going to give you a pound of back, not from somebody else, but a pound of back that issues forth from God. Someone shall send the rain. Ooh. And he says that I will put my spirit in you. Oh, let me, let me, I, I got to say this real quick. The other thing he's going to do is that he's going to let you know that the one who does this, I am the Lord your God, and that there is none like me. Can I just encourage you today? He is still in control. Regardless of what the circumstance might be, regardless how dark and gloomy our world might be, he is still in control. He is still God. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. God has not given this world over to the devil. God has not given this world over to the liberal agenda. God has not given this world over to the homosexual agenda. God has not given this world over to the Supreme Court. God has not given this world over to the President of the United States. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He is still in control. He's in control. And he says, someone shout, it's my time. Shout, it's God's time. Shout, it's not too late. He said, I will pour my spirit out upon you. And my people will praise him. Mm. Do you know you got something to praise God for? Just in case if you didn't know, let me give you something to praise God for. Last year, uh, uh, there was a guy by the by, I, I'm trying to remember his name now. My mind just went blank there. But Insight for Living, uh, Swindoll was going through a bad time, an aspect of the government telling him that you're going to have to pay, your ministry going to have to pay the Obamacare, which would be $100 a day. And they stood up against it. And they said, we can't, we can't do that. We don't believe in that. That goes against our biblical views. They said, we don't care. You still have to do it. As time went on, they ended up winning that case. And they don't have to pay one cent to the government. I want, I'm giving you some things that you can shout about and rejoice about. In, in Oklahoma, in the cemeteries, they was going to take the Ten Commandments down. For they said that's unconstitutional. But they fought it, and the people prayed and believed God for it. And the Ten Commandments are still down there in Oklahoma because we won the battle against those things. There are crosses that is in cemeteries that the liberal agenda has told uh, you need to get rid of them uh, and we have fought against them uh, and fought and won uh, and those crosses still remain. Uh, I want to let you know uh, God says uh, when I do a work in your life uh, you'll rejoice uh, and you'll praise my name. Uh, can I tell you something?
something. You got something to praise God for. You got something to shout about. You got something to dance about. You got something to to tell people about. Because your God is not dead. He's alive. And he is still working in the midst of his people. Somebody in the house shout, it's not too late. It's God's time. Are you still with me? Have I preached too long? Hi, it's God's time for rejoicing, and it's God's time to give the church a fresh revelation of Him. See, we've had enough religion, we've had enough ritualism. That ain't saving anybody. We need a fresh revelation of Jesus Christ of Nazareth because it is that fresh revelation that will set the captives free. And he says, I will pour my spirit on all flesh. Mm. Oh, it says your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. And you shall prophesy. Mm. It's God's time for revival. Did you know that? We're in the right place at the right time for God to show up and to show out on our behalf. And I don't know about you, but yesterday is gone. Yesterday's man is gone. Yesterday's revelation is gone. Today, I'm in need. I'm in need of what? I'm in need of that Holy Ghost power. I'm in need of that Holy Ghost anointing. I'm in need of that Holy Ghost reign. I'm in need of that power to move me this hour. I'm in need of the power of the Holy Ghost. Send your spirit. He says, I will pour my spirit out on all flesh. You see, because he's getting his church together. Did you know that? And when he gets his church together, Pastor Derek, it's not going to be a black church. It's not going to be a white church. It's not going to be an Asian church. It's not going to be a Baptist church. It's not going to be an Assemblies of God church. It's not going to be a Church of God in Christ church. It's not going to be a Methodist church. It's not going to be a Lutheran church. It's not going to be a Presbyterian church. When God begins to put his spirit on his church, he is bringing the church together. A church that is without spot and wrinkle. A Pentecostal church. A saving church. A healing church. A church that will cast out devils. A church that will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. A church that will go out into the highways and byways and give the people the answer that they need is Jesus Christ. It's not too late. It's God's time. For America. It's God's time. It's God's time for Davenport. 
Is God's time for Bettendorf? Is God's time for Moline? Is God's time for the Quad Cities? Is God's time for America? Is God's time for the White House? Uh, Is God's time for the House of Representatives? Uh, Is God's time for the Congress? Uh, Is God's time for the governor? Uh, Is God's time for the mayor? Uh, Is God's time for your family? Uh, Is God's time for your children? Uh, Is God's time for the assemblies of God? Uh, Is God's time for our preachers? Uh, Is God's time for our deacons? Uh, Is God's time uh, for our It's God's time for our worship leaders. It's God's time for the church of God in Christ. It's God's time for the Lutheran church. It's God's time. It's not too late. It's God's time. Someone shout, it's not too late. It's God's time. Someone shout, it's not too late. God's time for America. God's time for me. For it's my time for my thing from my God. Shout, it's not too late. It's God's time. Lord Jesus, we thank you, O God, for your word. Lord, your word is life. Lord, your word brings peace.